across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Kosatu and its affiliate, the South African Society of Bank Officials, are still bullish over the putative bank strike with the Trade Union Federation warning that the fight is far from over. This is despite the court judgment that interdicted the banking sector strike over retrenchments until other processes have been finalized. So Kosatu said it already appealed the court judgment. There will be another process at the NEDLAC and the Banking Association of South Africa said it had done everything to prevent the strike and was willing to talk to the unions. Right. Right. Joining us on the line, his spokesperson for Kasatu, Sizwe Pamla. Mr. Pamla, good evening to you and thank you for agreeing to talk to us. First, um, your response to what happened last week um, and uh, where to from there? Well, look, uh, for us, we did launch an appeal. Of course, we're very disappointed uh, with the interdict. Uh, but we feel strongly that we did everything that we were supposed to do. Uh, NetLake itself did give us a go-ahead uh, because uh, when both are wrote to NetLake initially, uh, NetLake responded by saying, look, Kosatu has set aside all of the conditions. In fact, NetLake was cited as a third respondent in the BUSA internet case. Uh, what NetLake did was to fail to send its own lawyers go and explain why they gave us the go-ahead and sort of like defend their decision. Later, when we talked to NetLake to question them uh, on why they failed to go to court, they said, look, we always tried to be a neutral body. Uh, because uh, social partners were taking each other to court, we felt uh, we did a terrible trial, so that's why we, we didn't go to court. But we still feel that they should have gone to court to clarify to the judge as to why they gave us the go-ahead. So the reason why we're appealing is because we want the issue cleared. Uh, if there are gray areas in the network clauses and processes, we hope that uh, the appeal judge will be able to clarify us because this is likely to set a dangerous precedent. For an example, the judge gave the interdict and he has only, she has only told us uh, that we will get the reasons tomorrow. So our lawyers will be going to court to get the reasons. We still don't know why the decision was taken. We'll only know tomorrow when the reasons are handed over to our lawyers. So we are a little bit concerned because we do not want a situation where we have a judicial oligarchy that starts to take decisions and uh, account later. So we're looking forward to those reasons. And we're appealing because if there are gray areas in the network, uh, uh, clauses and processes, we want those issues clarified by a court of law so that we don't have this kind of a precedent. I'm not quite sure if I follow what you mean by judicial oligarchy. What we mean is a situation where you have judges uh, uh, taking decisions that are not necessarily supported by any uh, 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 facts. For an example, like I said, we are going to get these reasons, but there is no clause, as far as we understand, that says a certificate is an expiry date. 
NETLEC itself said that. So the judge did not ask whether there is a clause or not, did not explain the clause or what is it that informed her decision. So that is very problematic because judges aren't supposed to come out with clauses. They are supposed to interpret clauses that are there. So we are appealing not just because we want the decision changed, because we want to prove that the judge made a mistake and we do not want to see a situation. As the trade union movement, we are familiar with cases around the world where workers have the right to strike, but uh, judicial processes make it almost impossible for them to do so. We do not like a situation where we do everything and the relevant bodies uh, actually support us like Netflix did. And then we have a judge taking a decision without explaining and say, come back next week, I will explain. Now the question is, what did you base this decision on? So that is what we mean by judicial oligarch, where you start with judges uh, expanding their mandate, taking decisions that no one understands, and uh, almost uh, moving ahead without really allowing the processes uh, to unfold, and which is why it concerns us. The appeal really is about us correcting what we feel was an injustice and was a mistake, and we need to have the court uh, fix that uh, as soon as possible. Okay, um, I'm slightly dumbstruck that you are looking forward to hear what the judge is going to be saying, but you're already making pronouncements like judges are judicial oligarchs. But hold, hold the thought. I want to bring in um, uh, uh, Mr. Moyane, Keza Moyane, is an elder convener for Busa. Good evening to you, and thank you very much for going to talk to us, Mr. Moyane. Your take of what's happening and uh, your response to Mr. Pamla. Look, I, I think Mr. Pamla is a little bit unfair to to the judge and the judicial process. He knows very well that what has happened in this particular case is not uncommon. The matter was brought on an urgent basis, and the judge is perfectly entitled to to give an order um, and then and the reasons to follow subsequent to that. This is this is not uncommon in, in the judicial process, and. And as he rightly pointed out, tomorrow the judge has, has confirmed that she will give her reasons for, for her order that she gave on, on Thursday. So, so I, I would urge that rather than being disrespectful to the legal process, to the judiciary in particular, that we, we allow uh, the process to unfold and the judge will give her reasons. And, and it doesn't mean that Kosati has to like the reasons. We, you know, they, perfectly entitled not to, to like them. In fact, they can even appeal. But one has to respect that those are judicial findings and, and the reasons that will be given tomorrow. And, and, and as, as far as Busa is concerned, uh, we still feel that the order given was, was the right order to, to give in the circumstances. And beyond that, what we, we actually would like to urge Kosatu and Salzburg for that matter to do, is rather than perpetuate a fight in the courts, which is not necessarily going to help anyone, is to do what they've always said they are happy to do, as in engage 
with the employers at Medlec to try and resolve their concerns. And 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 Busa says that's really the right process. As a matter of fact, I may just point out that um, they currently the right now efforts between COSATU and, and, and BUSA to secure a date to talk about generally the same concerns that uh, that COSATU has, has raised in, 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 in this particular case, which is what they're saying is leading to the proposed um, strike or protest action. So, so on the one hand, they say they are happy to talk. On the other, they're fighting in the courts. We don't believe that the courts... Um, it, it's the right thing to do in the, in this in these circumstances. Of course, Busa believes that uh, if, if they persist with their with their court action appeal, um, as they're, they're saying in this particular case, the right thing to do would be to to oppose that. But that is not what we really would like to see. What we eventually would like to see eventually happening is for the parties to sit down and talk. Was this only or purely an interdict, or were other directives in the order? This was uh, an, an interdict, but the interdict um, was stopping the protest action Correct. as well as directing COSATU and SASBO to do certain things. Mm-hmm. As in, for example, advise their members not to participate in the protest action as it will be unprotected. Okay. All right. Um, um, we need to find out now what exactly is going to be happening from the perspective of, of, of Kosatu, especially with looking forward to what is supposed to be happening on the 7th of October. First, I've got to take a break and come back and find out from Mr. Pamela what's going to be happening henceforth. Hashtag SAFM Headspace. We are in conversation uh, with the uh, spokesperson for Kosato, Siza Pamla, and also we're speaking to Keza Muyana, the Nedlek convener for Abusa, talking to us about what's happening as far as the interdict that was uh, received or at the least won by uh, Abusa last week on Wednesday. And which prevented uh, Busa and Kasatu, bigger part of Busa, uh, uh, Sasbo and Kasatu last week on Friday from, from from going on a strike as they had planned to do so. But then again, uh, there was another one that was planned for the seventh. Is that not true, uh, Mr. Pamla? Well, firstly, I, I just want to respond to Mr. Moyana when he says this is not uncommon. When cases are supposed to be decided on, on, on merit. So we are going to court because we feel an injustice was done and we have the right to do so. Which is why we are saying we want to correct the mistake that was done by the court. We strongly that was a mistake. Uh, to respond to your question, yes, we did uh, plan to have an action on the 7th of October. Like we did last Friday, we respected the decision. Mm. So when you comply, you respect the judiciary, but you have a right to express when you feel that the decisions that we take in are not justified. But we complied. When organizations that respect the judiciary, but we don't worship the judiciary, we have every right to question it, but we also subject ourselves to the decision. So we communicated to our members, we told them on Friday that we have this ruling, we cannot allow you to go on strike, 
The same thing we have done with the 7th of October. We have said we are not going on strike on the 7th of October because we are waiting for the ruling, for the appeal. And and we have also resubmitted to Netland to say, now that uh, the issue is uh, about our Section 77 certificate, we have all the patients to go back to Netland, start the process afresh, and reapply and resubmit and go through all of the necessary processes because we have a responsibility to protect workers. We will never take workers in a medical strike. As a federation that is responsible, we will always make sure that we don't give employers an opportunity to optimize and target workers. When we are fighting job losses, we can't be reckless with workers' jobs and workers' livelihoods. Our responsibility is to make sure that we comply. When courts uh, instruct us uh, to do something, we'll always comply and do that. So our uh, responsibility now is to continue with the mobilization process and uh, uh, open to court and open to network, allow those processes. As for talking, we are the ones who have been uh, calling for talks for quite a long time. Mr. Moyane knows we went to the job summit, the one we demanded. We said, let us have a conversation about uh, the issues uh, of, of retrenchment. Because we strongly believed when we went to the job summit that people were serious about the social accord. I mean, in the build up to the job summit, the idea was that we were going to be constructive partners, that we were going to compromise. But when we got there, we met the private sector that wasn't really prepared to compromise, didn't have an appetite to really engage. In fact, we went into a summit where people said something we were supposed to be taken off the table. So we came out of that still saying, look, we want to work together, but the, the issue is when workers' livelihoods are at stake, when families are being uh, 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 left in the ledge, we have a responsibility. As trade unions, we exist to defend those workers. So if they want to talk, of course, we will talk. But talking for its own sake is not what we're interested in. We want to talk with people who are negotiating in good faith, who are serious uh, about protecting workers' livelihoods and work with us to make sure that even as they introduce uh, automation and the new technologies, they do so gradually because they have a choice. They don't have to fast-track the process if it is going to uh, 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 dump uh, uh, thousands of families onto the unemployment line. So we want to talk. We will continue to engage with them. We are always open to that because that we believe that solutions can only come out of discussion. But the fact of the matter is that they themselves have to take responsibility. They created an environment where there is a trust deficit among social partners. They pushed workers to the brink and when workers responded out of desperation, they ran around to the courts of law and they pretend that they are the ones who actually are interested in talks. It doesn't make sense that you can allow a process to deteriorate, to deteriorate to a point where workers are on the verge of a strike. And then you turn around and you say, but we are the ones who are actually calling for talks. Why is it that you allowed all of this to happen if you were genuine about talks? Well, um, you are only talking about talks out of desperation. 
because you realize the financial sector is the left center of our economy and you are concerned and you never anticipated that workers will target the sector in the way that they are doing. So if they are honest about and genuine about talks, we will have uh, talks. But what they cannot do is to think that they are going to pacify us and take us into a boardroom and have talks for its, uh, uh, for its own sake. That's not what we are interested in. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm following, but before, before, before we even go down that road, Mr. Pamela, I'm, I'm, gr- I'm grateful to you that you're saying you're going to subject yourself to the decision of the court and that you respect the court. But it is not true to say that you do respect the court if you're going to be calling the judges a group or a small group of people who are exercising corrupt power and authority it, 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 and selfish purposes. It's, it, it cannot be that you're going to be saying you're, you're respecting them, but you're still addressing them. You're calling them oligarchs. They are a corrupt, selfish group of people who are, lead, who are, who are taking decisions that are corrupt. That, that's not you respecting the courts, Mr. Pamela. But if you're saying uh, you, you're calling them oligarchs, uh, but still you're going to listen to those oligarchs, it sounds slightly contradictory. But let's let's talk about the issue now of well you you can hold you can hold an opinion as to what amounts to a response in, in your books. You have every right to hold that opinion. No one is going to contest that. So it is your opinion. You have to make it clear that you are expressing an opinion in the Mr. Pamla, perhaps let me let me be clear. When you are saying our judges or the judges that took a decision that you are now not pleased by are oligarchs. Is that a statement of respect on the judges? Because an oligarch yeah. is a group of small group of people who are ruling by a special rule of corrupt and selfish purposes. Yes. So if if, if, if you feel strongly and, and, and it makes you uncomfortable, yeah, of course, you have to feel that. You have every right to express that as long as you make it clear that this is my view. I just feel like this. No, so, sir. I'm not talking about my view now. Yes. I'm asking you about what you are telling. Are you saying that addressing courts as oligarchs, respecting the, the decisions of, 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 of the judge? We, we, we called off workers. We told them not, not to participate in the strike. But we have every right to express. To our say judges are corrupt. And yes, selfish. We, we have that right. If it makes you uncomfortable, we have also have the right to be uncomfortable over that statement. So don't complicate something that is not complicated here. We did not define go on an illegal strike. I we understand. did not do anything to undermine the judicial process. But we are not going to start monitoring and uh, telling us how to express ourselves. I think you can hold feelings about how we articulate and, and express ourselves. We have every right to do so. But I don't think we should be uh, uh, told this is how you should be expressing I'm going to ask you again, Mr. Pamela. Are you therefore saying that when you're saying judges are corrupt and selfish, they are oligarchs, that is the statement of respect? Is that what you're saying? It's not a statement of disrespect. Okay. (laughs) It's an expression. It's not a statement of disrespect. (laughs) If it makes you uncomfortable... Well, you are fine. You, 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 okay. you, you can feel uncomfortable. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, thank you very much, uh, 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 Mr. Moyan. Your 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 party, Judge. I, I must say that it does make me uncomfortable. Um, when we go to court, it's because we respect the laws of the country. I would have assumed and so. 
even if even if we do not like the decision, we at least have to respect the judges and the process. But but that aside, um, I'm concerned about um, Mr. Pambla's insistence that that they will discuss their concerns with us. But it's almost as if they will only do so on their terms. So so you know if they don't like oh, what. You would prefer about, that we do. We would prefer that we do it in your own terms. I'm, I'm sure. No, I, I think all 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 discussions between equal partners would require that there be respect for the process and for each other's interests. And that's how you're going to make progress. But if you say, well, if you say what we don't like, we are going to, to take to the streets. We don't think that that's actually a constructive way to start. So, so, so what we are saying is if you are going to talk, give the process a chance and, and, and so that you can put all your efforts into seeking solutions. And this is we what just don't we, want to create have, an impression we that we have not given talks a chance here. No, but you, you, haven't. you, you, only, you went to NEDLAC in 2017 and then two years later you wake up and you, you say you are going to protest. And, and, and that's why Busa is saying, but hang on, you can't just what happened protest at when you haven't discussed. What happened at NEDLAC? When you, you know the process very well. You had one meeting. What and happened at Netflix? I'm asking a question. What happened at Netflix? Allow him to respond. Mr. Pum, allow him to respond, and then you can, can, you can counter-argue if you feel there's a need to do right. so. You asked for there to be a job summit, and there was agreement the job summit was held in October of 2018. You then asked government to make laws that would make it very difficult for companies to retrench workers to maximize their profit. And government said they would get back to you in a month. And they didn't. And that was that. Let's go back to a moratorium. Who accepted the moratorium during the job summit? And, and who rejected it? You, you proposed the moratorium, and businesses, the private sector, Busa, has said they do not accept a moratorium on retrenchment, and for good reason. But that does not mean that they do not want to talk to you. You see, if you proceed from the fact that there will be no retrenchments at all, already you have failed. What we feel that should, should rather happen is retrenchments should not be the starting point. You should only retrench when everything else has failed. Right? And that's, that, back to that we commit ourselves. Mr. Pamela? What I'm contesting here is that you are trying to create an impression that you are the ones who've always called for talks which is not true. We will not have uh, 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 got into a stage where we mobilize. But we're saying you, are, you haven't talked. That and was 2017 you, you, you when... Mr. Moyan, Mr. Moyan, allow Mr. Pamela to, to respond. Go, go ahead, Mr. Pamela. No, he's creating an impression that Busa and the private sector are the ones who have always been calling for talks. The fact that workers were frustrated enough to get to a point where they explored the possibility of a strike, it was because they realized that the other social partners, especially from the private sector, were not negotiating in good faith. So when I'm saying we are prepared to sit around the table, but we are not going to allow a situation where this is an exercise just is being done so that they can say we invited them for discussions. We want to talk and we want to make sure that those talks can deliver results meaning we can all agree in terms of how we are going to proceed.
Right. We cannot have a situation where one party imposes a decision on the uh, on the other. That is what we will reject. But we are open uh, to listening to them and make sure that we work with them to find an amicable solution. But what, not in our own terms, definitely not in their own terms. All right. Well, I want us to leave it on that note. Gentlemen, both of you, thank you very much for coming through. Mr. Moyan, thank you very much for coming through and talking to us. Really appreciate your time as well as Mr. Pamela. Thank you very much for talking to us. We appreciate your time.